This Shabbos we read Parshas Shoftim. One of the things mentioned in Parshas Shoftim is the Torah tells us, when you go out to war on your enemies, and before you go to battle, and you'll see that the enemy is, is, a, is a strong enemy, don't be scared. And the, but this was presented by someone called the Kayan Mashuach Mokhama, the Kayan would speak to the people and he would say to them, don't be scared. Um, but then he would say, and there, however, someone who just built a new house and didn't inaugurate it yet, he should go home, or someone who planted a vineyard and didn't have a chance of having four years of Paris to take it to Yerushalayim, not to Ravai, to be able to eat it there, or he should go home, or someone who married a woman in the first step of marriage to Arison, didn't consummate them to the Nisuan of the marriage, they should go home, because, as she says, it's a Davish Agmas Nefesh, it's something which is aggravating that someone should reach these stages and not, not get to the next one, and therefore we want you to go home. You shouldn't, because you shouldn't be killed in the battle. And then the, the Shaitrim um, continued to say that someone who's scared should go home. And he shouldn't melt the hearts of his brothers like his, meaning he's going to be scared, and because he's going to be scared, he's going to cause others to be scared as well, and cause people to run from battle. The Chazal tell us that, that this um, way of approaching battle was only done by a Malchem by a type of battle which was not obligatory in the sense of something we had a mitzvah, the terror to conquer, or of defense, because there nobody was potter. But, but uh, this is by a Malchem when, when reading the Psukim of who the Kayan was sending home from battle, one is struck by the order of, of who we sent home. And you begin to wonder, what is the sense of the order? What, why did we choose to pick these three uh, examples of people to send home? And why did he say them in this order? Additionally, how does it follow then, after these three, to send home someone who is scared? And what does it mean if someone is scared? If someone is scared, it's a marashi, brings a machalik, a between Rekiva and Rabbi Kiva says it literally means someone who's scared, because someone who's scared is going to cause others to run and retreat and cause defeat. Vesi says someone who's scared is because someone who has a virus. Because he has a virus, he's scared of a virus which he has, the sins that he's done are going to cause him to lose in battle. And in fact, Vesi says really the only reason why we send anybody home is so that the person who did a virus and has to leave shouldn't be embarrassed. So we send home others that, to avoid marrying Mustafesh and thereby also. Um, saving the person from shame. But, again, what was the order, and how does it follow? It's talking about someone who's scared, be it like Rabbi Kiva, or even like Rabbi Yaisi. Interestingly, look at the Rambam in Hochesteus. The Rambam says in Hochesteus that, generally, in life, a person should, a person, <coughs> a person should first Says the Rambam, the person should first figure out what he's going to do for his livelihood. Then he should purchase a home, and then he should get married. And the Rambam says the source for this order and this approach to life is, is Arp Sukkim, where he says, "Person, um, <coughs> excuse me, person says, person didn't plant the karim, person didn't build a house. I'm sorry, a person who planted a karim." Like, like, 
person who bought the house, and the person who married a woman, and didn't finish the marriage, they should go home from battle. So you see that that's the order what a person should do. Uh, but the obvious question on the Ramah, which everyone asks, is that's not the order of the Pesukim which we have. The order of the Pesukim first says, someone who built a house, and then someone who planted a vineyard, and then someone who began marrying a woman. So many Mepharshim explain how the Rambam sees from these Pesukim, and I don't want to get into the specifics now, how even though that's not the actual order of the way it's presented here in the Pesukim, if you read into the Pesukim, we see that that would have been the order of the person's life. However, we see from the Rambam an important thing. When learning these Pesukim, that which was presented to the people was not in chronological order, because chronologically, according to the Rambam, it should have been first about planting the vineyard, and then about building the house. So what was the order of the Pesukim which the Kayin was saying to the person? So simply, in your Ashkafari Shaina, just your first approach to the Pesukim, you think, that we're going up in Agmas Nefesh, or um, that we're saying, not, not going up, excuse me, that we are saying that first the Agmas Nefesh, that we're sending a person home, is the, is the greatest Agmas Nefesh. And then the second thing is, even a drop less, even for that, we're going to send you home. And, and the third thing is, even for this, we'll send you home. So a little bit, even though it's a little bit less, you're still going to go home. And, then, and so on, and even if you're just scared. That's one way of reading the Psukim. But it's hard to imagine that it's a greater Agmas Nefesh for a person to have to not be able to be mechanic's home, to live in it, or not to be able to, to, eat, to eat the fruits of his vineyards, and not to be able to finish his marriage. It's a hard thing to hear. And, even, and more than that is, it sounds like, uh, it's, it's almost like building up to, of course, certainly according to RBIC, it's like the real whole reason for everything is really because of a person who's scared. So it, 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 so it, it doesn't read as well. I'm not saying it's not a possibility, but it doesn't read as well. However, I think we can read the Pesukim differently. And, and the, and the Pasuk is, in fact, defining for us what is Agmas Nefesh. What is a failure in life? What is something that should cause us pain if someone doesn't get accomplished? In fact, it is building up. But it is a progression of Agmas Nefesh. Agmas Nefesh gets worse and worse. But the Torah is teaching us this. What do I mean to say? The Torah is teaching us that um, while the Agmas Nefesh of a person who built a home and can't inaugurate it. it means he never got to use it at all. It was never used at all. And when the next step, thing that the terror references, someone who plants a vineyard and didn't would have the payers grew, but he didn't have that ability to have benefit from them because the first three years of Arlan, the first the fourth year, and which you're not allowed to eat in the fourth year, able to take those fruits and eat them in Yerushalayim. And he didn't get to eat them. But the, but, but the vineyard did grow. It became a real vineyard. And, or someone who got married, but he only did the first step of marriage. He didn't do the second step of marriage. That's an even greater Agmas Nefesh. In what sense? Because while you, the person may think that the, the greatest Agmas Nefesh is not having had opportunity. But the Torah is telling you no. The greatest Agmas Nefesh is having opportunity and not maximizing it. And the more opportunity you have and you don't use, that's a bigger Agmas Nefesh than if you never had opportunity in the first place. And therefore, someone, Agmas Nefesh, a person who built a house, he wasn't able to be mechanichet. That's a certain level of Agmas Nefesh. He never used it at all. Someone who planted a vineyard, it became a vineyard, but he couldn't be mechalit. That's an even more, a greater Agmas Nefesh because he had an opportunity and he didn't, and wasn't able to fulfill it. And mostly, in the series of the three, a person got married and he couldn't 
complete the marriage. That's when he was so close. And, even, and that's an even greater argument than And a person may think, okay, so maybe in life I'm better off um, not having opportunity, avoiding opportunity. But the Torah tells us further over here that a person who is scared should go home. That's what and the Prakiva learns that simply, a person who is a scared person should go home from battle because he's going to cause others to run as well. When a person says it's referring to someone who has an Avera because of that he's scared. That tells us that just because you're scared, that mean, what does it mean a person who's scared? What do you mean scared? I mean, a person who's scared has the abilities to do something, and he's just not courageous enough, not confident enough to use that and to go into battle and fight. So that's showing us that just because you want to try to, you would think you're going to avoid opportunity, and therefore you're going to avoid Agamus Nefesh by not failing. No, that's the greatest failure of all. To not create opportunity for yourself, not and not and not to go through life trying to accomplish things, that's the greatest failure possible. So then, that is what the Torah is teaching us over here. That a person, it's a, it's a so we're learning the psukim that it's a progression of agnus nefesh. If agnus nefesh gets worse, because the more opportunity you have, and the more you don't take that opportunity, and you don't and you don't turn it into success, or at least you don't turn it into the greatest effort possible. It's the greatest failure you can have in life. And failure in your life, that's Agnes Nefesh. And therefore we said that, therefore the climax is someone who's scared, someone who has the tools to do something, and he won't take those opportunities, create opportunities for himself. Or not only that, those opportunities were given to him, and he doesn't seize them. That is a great failure. And, and now we can understand, the Torah tells us over here, and you should not melt the heart of your friend because you're scared and you're going to run away, you're going to cause him to be afraid. Because a person could say to himself, you know what, I'd prefer to go through life and not have the, not have the disappointment of failure. I'd rather just not have opportunity and I'll live my life in a dachal. And in, in, I won't accomplish that much, but I also won't fail. But Terry's telling you, no, that's not your life. is not only about yourself. You live in a world with other people. And if you're not going to seize those opportunities, aside for failing, aside from not accomplishing things yourself, you're actually going to cause failure to others. So let's just review. So the Torah tells us when you go to a Muhammad or Shus, and you go to a fight, you know, a, a certain types of battles, the Quran tells you, tells certain people to go home, because if they're not going to, if they're going to get killed in battle, it's going to be, it's going to be aggravating, it's going to be an Agnes Nefesh. And, and, then, and then the Torah finishes off saying someone who's scared should go home, because he's going to cause others to run. And the way we're understanding it is that the Pesukim are telling you that in life, Every opportunity you have, the greater your opportunities, the bigger the Agamus Nefesh is if you don't accomplish them. And the bigger Agamus Nefesh is and you don't accomplish them, not only is it Agamus Nefesh for yourself, but if you're going to choose, a person in life is going to choose not to create opportunities for himself, not to seize the opportunities that he has so in order to avoid failure, that in itself is the greatest failure. And that in itself is that fear, and the lack of confidence in yourself, prevents you from seizing opportunities and creating opportunities, that's the greatest failure and the greatest Agnes Nefesh that there is. And that, and that, not only that, that Agnes Nefesh, that failure, causes failure to others. And, and it's destructive in this world. But every person you know, on the flip side can take tremendous chizik and realize that the opportunities are there for you. If only you, a person was not scared and he realized and he had the confidence to approach life and to take tackle every task that comes his way and to seize every opportunity, that person would see, see, see real opportunity in life, more than even, and more than he even realizes there. 
And not only that, when you seize your opportunity, you'll be with Hazak others and encourage others to seize their opportunities in their life. And you'll create a world of greatness and a world of great success. And we should have a wonderful Shabbos. And we should take this lesson into the new year and be with a renewed commitment to fulfilling our potential and to raising up others around us.